Good morning, everyone. This is Greenville Mike's, your one-stop shop for all things happening in Greenville, including, but not limited to, new and noteworthy happenings, delicious foods we've tried, events coming up this week, and the stories behind your favorite local businesses around town. I'm Tracy. And I'm Will. And this is the Weekly Rundown. Good morning indeed. We've got a lot of fun stuff in store today, but before we jump in, we need everyone to have an update on the new Claire's Creamery location. Yes, this is big news, you guys. If you didn't hear, we announced a couple months ago that Claire's would be opening their second location in the Parkins Mill area, and the opening date is drawing near. So close. The official opening date is on August 30th. But pretty cool. We got to get a little sneak peek this past week and we're so stoked. It's definitely closer to our house. So we'll probably be spending an irresponsible amount of time and money there once they open. That's probably true. Their ice cream is just so good and so high quality and their waffle cones are amazing. They are amazing. You could smell them from a mile away. They are so fragrant. Their new location is in a little shopping center on Lawrence Road, pretty close to the Chick-fil-A on Lawrence. Because we relate the location of everything to the nearest Chick-fil-A in Greenville. Of course we do. The vibe is classic Claire's, pale pink and teal and a fun little alcove table with ice cream and Greenville themed wallpaper called the birthday booth. So you can actually rent it out for your birthday, which is pretty cool. So cool. We sat in it and got to say, it's pretty life-changing. I know what I'm asking for for my birthday. (laughs) Me too. All that to say, if you live in Parkins Mill or the surrounding area, your life is drastically improving. Congratulations. Okay, we're going to formally start with some notable news from the past week. Coming from Greenville today, a new pickleball complex called Pickle Park or PKL Park is coming to Greenville. I bet it's going to be called Pickle Park. Can you imagine what you would think if you'd never heard of pickleball, but you saw a park named Pickle Park? Yeah, I think we were about to eat some pickles. I know, that wouldn't be so bad. But also not so bad are the eight professional grade pickleball courts, four micro restaurants, a full bar, 10,000 square feet of green space for outdoor games, a stage, and a 20-foot television wall. One of the four micro restaurants could be a pickle emporium. Fingers crossed. It will be located close to Unity Park and set to open summer of 2024. Exciting. Uh, Will, did you know pickleball is the fastest growing kind of sport in the country? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised. Everyone's going insane for pickleball. Did I detect a little sarcasm there about the sport part? I think I would put pickleball in the same category as foosball when it comes to sports. (laughs) Like an arcade game? (laughs) Like a game, an activity, uh, but sport feels like a stretch to me. Yeah, you're going to catch some heat for that, you know. I know, I know. I'm just saying how I feel. It's so beginner friendly and the gap between elite level and beginner level is so incredibly small compared to basketball or soccer or tennis. Yeah, there is some truth to that, but it's still pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's not fun. It is very fun. It's just not a sport, in in my opinion. Okay, I will direct the angry emails to your inbox. (laughs) Great, thanks. Uh, Next story, a new coffee shop called Daydrinkers is set to open this coming Saturday, the 26th. Daydrinkers was created by Nikki Martin and Katie Capelli. Uh, They're friends who worked at the Village Grind together for several years before deciding to open up their own coffee shop. Love that. Live the dream. There's no such thing as too many good coffee shops in Greenville. Do you think their name is implying that people should be drinking coffee instead of alcohol during the day? 
or that coffee drinkers are basically akin to alcoholics? Yeah, maybe both. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, but the real wild ones are the people who drink coffee at night. You know, I used to do that in college and I still slept like a baby, which probably means I was definitely drinking too much coffee. Probably. Definitely. Maybe. <laughs> um, go, go check out Day Drinkers when they open. They're going to be in San Susi on Old Buncombe Road and are planning on being open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 3. Uh, and make sure to check out their Instagram at Hello Day Drinkers. All right. Next up, Greenville has made yet another list, actually two lists, but we're going to get to the second one in a few minutes. Southern Living has named Fall for Greenville one of their 10 fall events in the South to add to your calendar. Well deserved. I'd say the other event that stuck out to me is the Great Pumpkin Pursuit in Watermelon Wayoff in Kentucky. It's the biggest giant watermelon growing contest in the world, and they have 1,000-pound pumpkins as part of the largest pumpkin contest. I think that sounds pretty amazing. That does sound amazing. I literally had no clue that pumpkins could be 1,000 pounds. I don't think I've ever even seen a pumpkin that was 1,000 pounds. That's absurd. Yeah. I liked the uh, Great Omelette Celebration in Abbeville, Louisiana. So on the Sunday afternoon in the celebration, chefs parade through the streets to reach a 12-foot skillet that will cook over 5,000 eggs to share with visitors. That is exactly the kind of festival I want to go to. Yeah, I'm thinking we should do a fall event tour this year. I would be so down for that. And we'd hit up Fall for Greenville, of course. In case you missed the details we shared last week, this music festival is taking place from October 13th through the 15th in downtown Greenville. It's headlined by Johnny Swim this year, along with 80 other musical performers. But Fall for Greenville is also known for its food, which is what Southern Living is highlighting. They said, this popular food event is the ultimate way to get the highlights of Greenville's amazing food scene in just one weekend. From James Beard, nominated restaurants to down-home Southern eateries, more than 50 restaurants line the streets of downtown offering small plate favorites. And I think they're right. We do have a pretty amazing food scene here in Greenville, and Fall for Greenville is an awesome way to check it out. So you can check out the Fall for Greenville website to see the total list of restaurants taking part in the festival. Pretty hype. I also can't wait for the total list of those 80 artists that are going to be here. I don't think they've released that yet, but excited to see when they do. Yeah, me too. All right, next up, speaking of music festivals, Simpsonville is hosting a new two-day music festival next month expecting to bring in over 15,000 people a day. First of all, is that what they're hoping for? Or is that how many tickets they've sold? I don't know. Sounds like what they're hoping for. We're expecting to have 1 million listeners to this episode coming this week. (laughs) Just kidding. Looking at the top artists who are going, I bet they probably will have at least 15,000 people. Uh, It's going to be at the CCNB Amphitheater at Heritage Park in Simpsonville on september 29th and 30th and the headliners include khalid khalid (laughs) (laughs) i know who khalid is i promise the headliners include khalid and quinn 92 other notable groups include arizona two friends and teddy swims who might be johnny swims son that's what i was thinking stay tuned for that either way this thing is going to be stacked it really is. I think we have to go to this. Yeah, we definitely do. Obviously, Khalid is amazing, but Arizona and Two Friends also have some bangers that we love. Yeah, they do. There's definitely going to be some epic music here this fall. The Void Music Festival will have two stages with five performers on each stage, 
per day, and there will also be a silent disco. Which makes it even more amazing. I know, but that's not all. The festival will also have tethered hot air balloon rides, or you can spend time on a Ferris wheel and carousel. Local artists and craft vendors will have booths at the event. A range of food options will be available from different food trucks across South Carolina. And I think this sounds like Coachella to me. You know, I've always wanted to ride a hot air balloon. That's definitely going to be a mini dream of mine. Well, it has been a mini dream of mine for a long time. So trying to fulfill that. Would you say that Greenville is the new cultural capital of the U.S.? Yes, I would think that's pretty objectively fair to say at this point. I know, pretty objectively. We need to get shirts that say New New York with the Greenville skyline on them. I'm down for that. Listeners, please let us know if you'd buy a shirt like that and we'll make one. Or I'll just make one for myself and I'll wear it around all the time. Sounds good. Okay, we've got to move on to our final story here. The second list that Greenville landed on is HGTV's list of the 20 best small towns to retire. Boasting our city's natural beauty and southern charm, the list cites our mild climate, low cost of living, and things to do, including our thriving food scene and easy access to hiking and biking trails. Yeah, I will say, though, that they missed pointing out that we're the cultural capital of the U.S. I know, and no mention at all of the hot air balloon rides. So silly of them. Uh, What was number one? They didn't have them numbered, per se. I was flipping through. It's kind of like one of those uh, like photo album slideshow type things. But Greenville was the first slide, and the picture on the introduction paragraph as well was our skyline. So I think it's pretty safe to say we were number one. I'd say so, too. Another W for Greenville. Come on down, retirees. The water is fine. (laughs) Would you say that Greenville is the new Florida where retirement is concerned? Yeah, I think that's pretty objectively fair to say at this point. We'll add that to the t-shirt. We're going to have some amazing t-shirts. I know. The cultural capital of the U.S. and the retirement capital of the world. Stay tuned, Greenville. going to be some epic (laughs) t-shirts. Okay, next up, we have everybody's favorite segment, Eats and Treats, brought to you by Common Pops, delicious frozen popsicles made local right here in Greenville. Will, top three Common Pop flavors, go. Easy. Cookies and cream, chocolate sea salt, and I'm going to go with banana pudding. Nice. Mine are cookies and cream, strawberry lemonade, and creamy cold brew. Yep. Cookies and cream, definitely the overall winner. So good. Send us your three favorites and visit Common Pops on Instagram to find out where to find a cart near you this week. All righty. Well, we're in the midst of Italian month, but I think we're going to stretch this month to six weeks or something because there's so many good restaurants and we needed to take a break this week because it was our anniversary. Whoop, whoop. We are three years old. A big three. We're getting old so quick. I know. It's crazy. We would definitely be cool with eating some Italian for our anniversary, but we had a gift card to Hull's Chop House. So we set our sights on some fancy steaks on Wednesday. We did indeed. We had Hull's last year too, but we haven't reviewed them on an Eastern Treat segment yet. So we feel like we had to take this opportunity to give you guys our review. Definitely. If you haven't been to Hall's, it's a high-end fancy chop house downtown right on the river in Falls Park. And I think this is pretty intuitive, but just FYI, a chop house is a restaurant that specializes in steaks and chops and things like that. So just wanted to throw that out there. Tracy, how would you describe Hall's? I would say Hall's is an occasion restaurant. 
It's definitely on the fancy and expensive side. We normally go for our anniversary, but it could be a fancy date or a celebratory dinner or maybe drinks and desserts after some good news. It's probably not going to be one of your monthly go-tos unless you're living a different kind of life than we are. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you can live that kind of life, live it up. But for most people, Halls is just for special occasions. Unless you're going for their lunch menu, by the way, which is like $15, $16 for a burger or chicken sandwich, which is definitely not bad compared to their dinner menu. Yeah. So for our dinner, we each got a steak, a glass of wine, and three sides to share. And the total was $240 with tip. Yeah. Pretty expensive. Those are three sides total, not three sides each, by the way. (laughs) So anyways, though, the food and the service are immaculate. I got the 16-ounce dry-aged ribeye, and you got the 8-ounce filet. Our server really got me with the whole dry-aged steak thing. He brought all of their different cuts of meat out and was kind of explaining the difference between the wet-aged and the dry-aged and the different cuts, which also is a pretty cool experience in itself. Um, But I had never had anything like the dry-aged steak before, and it sounded pretty adventurous, so I went for it. And what did you think about it? Uh, I thought the flavor was really good. Very strong. Our server had this great analogy of like wet aged steak being like medium cheddar and dry aged being like sharp cheddar cheese. And I think that was pretty accurate. It's almost like a little gamey, very beefy. Um, But after trying it years two, I will say, I think you just can't beat the tenderness of the filet mignon at Hall's. Yeah, it's so tender, well-seasoned, very flavorful. I will say that whatever temperature you're normally used to ordering, maybe consider going one up in terms of doneness. They describe medium as hot red center and pink to the edges, which is a little more rare than your typical medium, and I'll probably go for medium well next time. Yeah, and I will say on their behalf, they do have you cut into the steak when they bring it out to check if it's the temperature you like. But it was a little dark when we were eating it, so it was kind of hard to tell. Um, But their service is amazing. I, very embarrassingly, dropped my glass while we were waiting for our food, and it shattered on the table, which, who knows how that happened. I literally dropped it like six inches from where I was holding it above the table, and it just shattered. It spilled water everywhere. It wasn't too embarrassing. It was a very slippery glass. I know, but I still get a little hot even just thinking about it. But... They were so quick, like four people immediately came over and lifted our drinks and silverware off the table, picked up the whole tablecloth with all the glass and had a new tablecloth out in like 30 seconds with new silverware. It was like it never happened. They didn't shame me or anything. And they were on us so fast. It was crazy. Yeah, they were really on it. That was crazy fast. Um, But on another note, they brought us free chocolate cake for our anniversary. I know. Just another point towards their service. So super amazing. And the chocolate cake was really good. Um, So you should definitely tell them, good tip, if you're there for a special occasion when you're making a reservation. And you should definitely get a reservation because they definitely book out. But they'll treat you right. If you're calling them, be like, hey, I'm taking my significant other here for our anniversary. And they'll be like, they're like writing that down. You can tell. So definitely. All that to say, Halls is a very fun and nice place to take your special someone, like we said, or to celebrate an event. Very classy, very good food, always has live music, maybe a little on the louder side. Yeah. Don't picture like soft jazz, piano, quiet, fancy restaurant atmosphere. It's kind of like, 90s or 80s guitar hits kind of like 
slightly boisterous, little loud, not like crazy loud, but like more boisterous, fancy atmosphere, if that makes any sense. Exactly. And once again, make sure you get a reservation. It's been a month of trying to get reservations for us, but we have one next week at Gianna. So we'll resume our Italian tour. And by the way, we definitely do not normally eat like this <laughs> as far as like Gianna and the halls and all these like fancy Italian restaurants. This is very out of the ordinary for us, but we're having a lot of fun. Yeah, we are having a lot of fun. Um, our budget is not having a lot of fun, no. but we are. <laughs> but we sacrifice for the listeners. Yeah, we do it all for you guys. You're welcome. Okay, we've got to move on to some events for your weekend. First up, per usual, we've got live music on Friday at Noma Square starting at 5.30. We've also got salsa at sunset happening at Camperdown Plaza from 6 to 10 p.m. on Friday. So lots of fun things happening downtown and lots of music. Upstate International will be offering salsa lessons to the tune of, you guessed it, salsa music. This is a family-friendly event. All are welcome no matter your salsa dancing skill level. Which is good because my salsa skill level is somewhere lower than beginner, whatever that level would be called. Yeah. <laughs> also on Saturday, we've got Farmer's Markets in downtown Greenville, TR, Simpsonville, and Fountain Inn. So many farmers, so many markets. They all start around 8 to 8.30 a.m. and go until about noon. And then also on Saturday, there's going to be a salsa, not the dance, contest. It's also the food happening at the Greenville State Farmer's Market, taking place from 8.30 to 11.30. Head to the Greenville State Farmer's Market website to enter, and there are prizes for first, second, and third. Tracy, you should definitely enter that salsa you've made for us before. You know, I do make a pretty mean salsa. You do. It's so good. It'd definitely be worth entering. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, maybe I'll make some. Either way, we'll have some good salsa to eat. That's exactly what I'm going for. And lastly, also on Saturday, the Greenville Triumph is playing at 7 p.m. at Paladin Stadium. The Triumph are our Division Three professional soccer team here in Greenville. So get out there and support our local teams. And that's it for the weekly rundown this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember to follow us on whatever podcast platform you're using and throw us a five-star review if you would be so kind. Yep. Thanks so much. And we hope you guys have a great week and we'll catch you next week for the next weekly rundown. See you next week.